It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Hey, Patrick Roycey, what's on your mind with all of these sports going on? Well, uh, seven days ago here in the sports capital of America, I believe our Wild had a 1-0 lead, did they not? That's they did. That next, uh, last Monday. As we did the show last They have a 1-0 lead <laughs> and they look, look dominant. Yep. And the Fighting Twins were uh, heading off to Pittsburgh. Uh, right, heading off to Pittsburgh. No, they were opening up a two-game series against Pittsburgh at Target Field, uh, and then they were Target going to Field. Pittsburgh. And they were uh, they were a robust 6-1, uh, and one, I believe, and then ended up 10-7-1, uh, maybe. Were they 7-1? No, they had lost, a couple, they had lost one in and Chicago two. and one anyway, against Cleveland. Anyway, they were very good, though. Anyway, we, we were worried about their rotation for the uh, ALCS, yes. right? Uh, were they going to be able to hold up against the Yankees in the ALCS? That was our number one concern, right? Yes. And then uh, the Loons were just steamrolling everybody. The bubble didn't know what hit them. The, no, the, no, they didn't. The, the Loons were, you know, we were reading his stories about this fancy new San Jose defense that they'd set up and they were rolling over everybody and we beat them like 14 to 2 or something like that it was a it was a slaughter yep and and nobody was giving us any respect and we still were kicking their ass right yes and then uh we had the uh who we missing the links were going great the guns the links uh who needed Simone Augustus we didn't need Simone Augustus and the Gophers, days ahead of uh, before P.J. Fleck would tell us, as far as he knows, there's no coronavirus cases. I haven't really checked, but according to my, you know, as far as I know, and we were going to the Rose Bowl, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, I think you've got them all now. I, I think things have changed in a week. <laughs> sports world changes. You know what? The thing about sports is... You never know. Way back in the 1986-85 World Series, yep. uh, that was uh, Kansas City, right? Yes, Cardinals. And, yes. and the you Cardinals know. won the World Series, except Don Denkinger called the guy who was out by three steps safe. Yep. The Royals rallied to win, and the next day, Joaquin Andahar started, and they got in a big screaming match with uh, he got thrown out and Whitey got thrown out in the first inning, right? Mm-hmm. And when Whitey told Dan Kinger, yeah, what difference does it make? He already 
bleeped us, you know, in the first inning. He got thrown out, and, and Joaquin's great quote after that game was, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but he ran it all together. You never know. That's sports. Yes. I've always quoted, you, you never know. A week ago, hey, it was all turned around here in Minnesota. Uh, the Wild uh, were, uh, you know, could they, could this be the year they made it to the Cup again, you know? Look in that first game, In the bubble, in the bubble, and uh, Twins were, you know, there was no concerns, really, even though uh, by by then Josh was already hurt, though, right? Wasn't Josh already hurt by then? He got hurt against Cleveland. He already snapped. When did you write? See, one nice thing about Judd is with all his hysteria, He's occasionally right. <laughs> yeah. And he wrote about Donaldson's calf history of calf injuries immediately when our boys were trying to underplay it, as they always do. He's not going to play Who this tipped season. you off for that calf injury, too, there, Judd Zolgad? You did. Yeah. Seven times in, in what? In two years. Three years. Yeah. Two yeah. years, yeah. He's not going to play this year. You know that, don't you? Oh, there's a very never, good chance. Yeah. Never, never he's not playing for a month. No. He's, he's, he's not going to play for a month. He's gonna it's going to be a month at least. He's going to have to have experimental calf implant surgery which where do you go for that pat <laughs> i don't know but who's uh, the who's the experimental know, calf occasionally guy? you get uh, occasionally you they they replace muscles and uh experimental and calf uh you know they're gonna have that sometimes hysteria pays off patrick yes it does and uh, i mentioned this earlier today to reavers but i gotta repeat it last year the boys sell signed nelson cruz and it couldn't have worked out better he's still their best most effective player Mm-hmm. Well, we're discovering there's a reason that uh, 33, 4, 40-year-old guys don't get contracts, right, mm-hmm. anymore? Yeah. Homer Bailey, one start. Rich Hill, one start. Yep. And uh, Josh Donaldson, five games, six games? How many play? A week, basically. A week. A week. Friday to Friday. So uh, he went out on Friday. You know, now Maeda looks like you know that a sixty-game season might be right. perfect for him. <laughs> Although we got to give him an extra day. Do you see that? We're giving him an extra day. You know, with the the long grind of a sixty-game season. Rocco did not gonna... like my call for urgency in the sixty-game <laughs> season, did he? Rocco's no. like, screw you! I'm going to do exactly what do I do in a one sixty-two. He is ha- handling right now yes. like it's April. It's a scheduled day off for Nelson Cruz. They're only playing 60. Mm-hmm. Nelson's fine. But there are other issues here. Eddie Rosario stinks. Sano is helpless. You know, he's now at, at over 50%. I believe he's got 23 strikeouts and 45 at-bats. You are correct. I think that's I what that it up. is. I, he was, you are right. I tweeted it out when he reached the magic 50% mark. With his first strikeout yesterday, but then he took called strike three. I was I didn't see the pitch, but I was on the I listened on the radio. Yeah, he shouldn't have taken that pitch. And apparently, Eddie made uh, one of the uh, classic stupid plays of all time, trying to throw a guy out at third. Rocco Rocco took a jet. Even he never does that. it. He, he mentioned, mentioned it in the post game. He said exactly that because it was a double. Then the first inning play. Hunter Dozier follows with a double play ball. Rocco said we inning. threw it a third instead of second. Rocco never does that. No, no. Well, Eddie. Eddie and Barrios have the same problem. They haven't gotten paid yet. And they're both minds. Their minds are Eddie's mind. Is that what Barrios is, you think? I don't know. I, I, I think he's been nervous about not getting paid since 
middle of last season. Okay. Either that, else it's just August. That's what, Phil, that's what Phil said. He can't pitch in August whether you haven't played any games yet or whether you've already made 20 starts, right? He can't pitch in August. His contract, his next de- deal should say no starts in the month of August. <laughs> no starts in August. Special clause. He wasn't, you know, I, I don't know, go after somebody. He just, he, you know, he's he's a, uh, you know, he's a gibby with much better stuff. Who's but he won't go after anybody. I wish I could say you're crazy, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. I know. I go know. after him. He's yeah. he's mentally fragile. Yes, he is. He is. Which so. I didn't think he would be. How's Gibby pitched? I haven't noticed. Uh, the ERA. I, I looked at it. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. I I saw him pitching in an exhibition game that they played, and he got just absolutely tattooed. But he's pitched okay. But you know who their ace? Their ace? What the hell? Their ace. He's the ace of the American League, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn is bigger he, than you and me combined. Yeah. ERA, I mean, he's gotten fatter than fat. ERA of 045, I believe. Yeah. And his hits for innings is about, you know, he, the, the batting average against is about 150. It's unbelievable. It is. But he's huge. Have, have you seen him? He's, no, enor- he's enormous. He just, he just said the hell with it. He, he basically fat, looks huh? like he ate he us. Really? Yes. And nobody he just gave, let himself go. We wanted to get him in shape, right? Yes. And that might have been his problem. Just wow. Screw well, this. Plus, for a 60-game season, he can probably huff and puff his way to the finish line. Right? He looks like, like he should be pitching for the White Sox in 1975, <laughs> smoking heaters and wearing those no, old well, red, no, the no, old red no, pinstripes. The, uh, when was the Hoyt, uh, when was the fat team? 80 Luzinski, that team? Three, yeah, 82-ish Luzinski. that won the... 82-83. Uh, that yeah. won the West? I wrote a call. Oh, yeah. yeah I wrote a call. Way. That's what Luzinski wanted. Came over to the dugout and said, where's that Roos? But I was upstairs in the press box, uh, fortunately, before the game. But I wrote a column about... You know, the the fat, the, we had the Black Sox scandal, and now we're going to have the Fat Sox. <laughs> now we could have the Fat Sox scandal. They'd throw the World Series for a package of Cheetos or something. Oh. And because uh, they, they had all those guys, right? <laughs> yes. They had about eight of them that just were bursting out of the unis. And they, uh, you know, that was uh, after I got out of treatment and I lost a little weight so I wasn't so I could be pompous about <laughs> so it. So you could make fun yeah, of I could make fun of other fat guys and that didn't last too long but uh, anyway. Yeah, it was a great column, the Fat Sox <laughs> scandal. But, you know, they were the, the bad part about that was they still read newspapers then. Yes. You know, early 80s. They now still you don't read have to worry about that ah, ever. Hell, you, could, you could libel the Chicago White Sox up and down <laughs> in the Minneapolis paper. it's not on ESPN yep. or uh, we used to be Deadspin now. Nobody cares about that. But, uh, you know, some of the other, as long as the national guy doesn't so take Lysinski a shot. So was looking for you? Yeah, he came over. And did, I can't remember who was down there. One of the, a couple of the player, uh, one of the Chicago writers was down there and then in the, in the, Dug out, and then a couple of the Twins writers. I was writing an early column, and they came out. Hey, where's that Roos Lazinski? <laughs> I don't remember that story of Fat Sox. Oh, yeah. That's damn good. Oh, yeah. But Lance Lynn, perfect on that team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dewey Hoyt. All those guys. Wilbur, Wilbur was gone by then. He yes. was gone by then. But uh, Lamar Hoyt was definitely there. Luzinski yeah. was there. Lamar Hoyt won the – didn't he win the Cy Young? I think he them? did. I think he did. And started the All-Star game here in 85. Yeah, well, eighty three, 
83 was the year they won it, right? And went to the, got beaten in the LCS by Baltimore, which then won World that Series. That sounds right, right, yeah. And the next year, they were going to be win 100 games. And they came in here and early in the season, and Timmy Tuffle hit a ball kind of in front of the, Harold was playing right field, still yep. playing right field. Yep. Hit a ball in front of Harold. Harold let it hop over his head. Inside the park home run that the Twins pulled some game out of their rear end. It was just a play it for a single. And I think this scored like a, I'd have to look it up, a three-run inside the park home run. They, out of nowhere, the lousy Twins beat them. And uh, they went in the tank. And it's hard to isolate one yeah. baseball game, but they went in the tank. That was a sensitive bunch, though. LaRusso, I, I kept making fun of him about what a pompous ass he was. And he he got a hold of me one day, and I met him up in the stands before the game to have him really tell me what a fine man he was. And Oh, I was making fun of You know what? I was cover, covering the playoffs, and I made he always had these – T-shirts for his his daughter's dance clubs and all these righteous kind of what a hip man he was that I made fun of his T-shirts or something that that he wore to the press conferences or so. And he read it and got offended. Yeah, he got. Well, then I think he'd seen that I'd taken some other shots at his at. At him. You're right. General. That never happens now. No, you would God. never have no, to concern God, yourself no. with Rocco saying, Pat, can I talk to no, you? No, no, hell no. They don't care. They don't care. You know, you're, you're, you're apt to get more trouble for something you say on Twitter than in the newspaper. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. College football. Ah, uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, I, uh, what's, what, they must be getting information that this is going to get worse. Don't you think? They must be getting information that I'd be curious is, what yeah. They I, must I don't know. be getting information that indeed, even though they told us all along that it was gonna lessen in the summer. Yes. And then we were gonna have the fall surge when the flu came. It was Trump you told us that it was gonna yeah, lessen. No, other that was kind of the the medical that was I mean, Trump was number one, right. but 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 that was everybody was going back to nineteen eighteen or nineteen, the Spanish flu which died out in the summer and then came roaring back in the fall, right? And then it got worse. When it came back, it was worse. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason I think they originally were telling us this is the the fall is also the flu season. So you're going to get COVID meets flu, you know, regular flu. And now this this summer surge uh, makes you wonder if they know anything about this, but they must Somebody must be telling them it's you know it's ridiculous to think you're gonna you play football and I think the problem the too is I don't think that they can cancel all fall sports but football I think that's part of the dilemma as well mm-hmm. like I don't think that you Why can tell the rest of the teams to go home because I think you'd be sued wouldn't you you, you can't well, yeah or but like but, you can't but say but we're gonna play football thing, and you're and the rest of now you go they're home. gonna cancel all fall sports too right that's yes exactly and so they're not they're not gonna let you play you know. They're not going to let you play volleyball or anything because right. it's, you know, this. Uh, and hockey's probably done, too, by the way, because that starts in the fall. Yeah, but maybe, you know, I, I think basketball and what they're going to say is fall semester, right? I think so. At I'm not most sure. Most of these but, schools. Yeah, that sounds right. But that'd uh, be my guess. Yeah. I mean, they got to be getting information that we're not getting, right? 
about how bad it's going to get. Yeah, and they probably don't want to chance it, have a couple players get sick or die or something, because then then they get sued for sure. And yeah, the, the liability the liability of that would be. I, I don't think it's the liability would be large. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't think that's it. I think they just. Do you get the feeling though that they didn't really have a plan? Like this doesn't seem like it's being orchestrated. It seems like well, chaos. And, and why does why does anybody think that we're going to be able to play twenty five sports in the spring? Why why does everybody think know. why does everybody think that we're going to have it all figured out by the spring? I suppose they're just trying to give them move the goal line. So do we yes. have any idea when the spring football season is? Zero. Are we going to have the traditional Rose Bowl played on July 4th? Or I have what are we no going to do? idea. By the way. And who's going to play? If you're, if you're draft eligible and think, if you're the big offensive lineman the Vikings had from IMG, what's his name? The big tackle. Cleveland? No. From, from when? The Vikings. I mean, the, uh, the Gophers? Gophers. The Gophers. Daniel. Whatever oh, Fala- uh, Filet? Yeah, he's, is he going to play? Why would he play when he's got a chance to get drafted? You oh, I you would. I mean, wouldn't. those guys. Yeah, if no. you got a chance to get drafted, and even if they Trevor put, Lawrence ain't playing. No, he's mad. He wanted to play. No, this I know, year. but he's not going to play in the spring. No, no, they aren't going to play in the spring. None of them are going to play. And even if you move the draft, and you said there's supposedly they'd have to get. I, I would have guessed the players' association would be fine with moving it. But even if you, you move the draft back to July one, the guys are going to be playing. Are the guys trying to establish a career? And anything you win is going to be, you know, yeah, it's going to be phonier than winning the World Series in a sixty-game season, right? Mm-hmm. But so. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not surprised. But the lack of a coherent plan until now, when it seems like they're panicked, it would have been nice if they had been talking about this in April and well, May and saying, problem, "What are we going to do?" One of their big problems is beyond sports, they want to collect tuitions. They want people to be on campus. And, you know, the dorms, as far as I know, I got a niece who's working at, you know, uh, uh, DA or whatever they call them at uh, the dorm. RA. RA. Resident you know, assistant. Resident assistant. Yep. And Killjoys. I think St. Thomas is opening, still thinking they're going to open the dorms on August 18th. Uh, good luck controlling the spread of that thing with college kids. No, well, God, yeah, what's? I mean, you what, think they ain't going to bars? Yeah, well, bars, uh, parties, uh, yeah, you know, yard parties. Uh, yeah, how? Yeah, house party, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you think they're going to stay in their dorm but rooms? But that's all year? part of the reason they didn't want to say, "Well, we got to cancel sports, but we still want you to send your, we still want you to pay full freight." And uh, send your sons and daughters to our school for uh, on-campus learning. Mm-hmm. You know, well-timed uh, departure for uh, D1 by our Tommy Stu. By the way, this is going to work out well. How is it going to work? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, here I got news for all sports people. There's going to be so many people mm-hmm. with less money. Yes. So many companies. Yes. That are not going to be renting suites. Yes. It's, you know, the the whole... This is what we're not talking about the, the whole financial house of cards that yeah. has been constructed with ungodly high prices 
and new stadiums and everything. That's done. Do you do you think for one second that Glenn Taylor didn't look at exactly that and say, <laughs> I got to get rid of this thing? Uh, I mean, you're right. I would think it would certainly encourage him to do so. Yes. But, you know, the Wild, okay? They they aren't a bad team, but attendance was suffering yeah. pre-pandemic. Do you really think on opening night, and, and I don't know if that's going to be in December, no, January. No, they might have a high draft choice is good, and they might have Kaprasov and the whole thing. Sure, but the price. But, and they, they'll sell it out opening night, but the family of four in Woodbury, where dad got laid off, ain't buying tickets. Right. Yeah, or when dad, you know, there's people who are back working at 60, 70, you know, taking cuts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. But That's, you're not going to go go buy the Caprizov no. jerseys for for your kids at 150 a pop that you would have previously. No, um, you're not going to more than that. You're going to buy tickets. Yeah, my uh, brother-in-law was telling me. You know, he used to be in a season ticket thing at his work, and he he bailed out on that. But he went last year and took took his son and two of the kids. You know, he's got like a bunch of nephews. I mean, grandkids and. And I think he told me they they bought good seats, you know, they got good seats and he didn't he just kind of said, Yeah, give me those and then they parked and then they did everything. Thousand bucks by the time they were done. Because the tickets were like Are you serious? Well, I don't know if it was a thousand, but it was uh pushing it? I think the seats the seats he said were it was a premium game. It was a a premium, premium. one of their premium games. I love premium games. It was a premium game against the Blackhawks, like 180 a pop for the tickets or something. I love the premium games. Yeah, yeah. The premium games are throw darts, and we're going to call them premium games. Yeah, well, I mean, that that team looks good. It's a premium game. But you're you're right, and this is what I don't... How are teams, and in, in this town, the Gophers, too... How are they going to continue to sell suites and tickets? Yes, um, when it was already tough. Oh yeah, because before somebody, the pandemic it was tough. Yes, somebody was uh, somebody was losing. I would guess the team in the best shape is is uh, the soccer team because that crowd will you know unless a bunch of those guys got laid off too you know. I would guess soccer, and I would guess the Vikings are fine. I don't know but about the Vikings, man. The Wolves, the Wild, the Gopher basketball program. Football was starting to make some headway, but I don't know that that keeps up as much as it previously was. No, uh, and you know the one thing this pandemic means: don't have to worry about PJ leaving for a better job, baby. There aren't going to be any better jobs. People are not. The whole financial profile has got to change. They can't. Colleges can't be. Fighting to pay football coaches four or five million dollars, can no. they? You can't. Well, so, probably a few, but not many. Steve Sarkeesian. Mm-hmm. Did you see his contract yes. in Alabama? Yes. Two and a half million dollars for this drunk, yeah. <laughs> who got fired at uh, Southern Cal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what? Went to Bama. Went yeah. to the Falcons, and then Falcon, back to Bama. Yeah, he went to the Falcons yeah. and screwed that team up. And now all of a sudden he's got the. Why did it? Why would Alabama? Feel obligated to pay an unemployed? I have no idea. You know, I have offensive no idea. corner. It's just that it's funny money. They throw it around. The whole idea of college football: we make this much, so we got to spend as much as we possibly can. Is yeah. ridiculous. I got a lot of hell because I said the first ten million 
that they have to cut over to you should come out of football. You could take ten million. They got staffers, you know. They got five trainers and twenty five coaches and overpaid guys and uh, you know and too many players for one thing. Why do you have? Why do you have one hundred and ten players, one hundred and fifteen players? I know you got eighty five scholarships. The NFL has sixty, right? Sixty five. Yes. Why do we need? A, I know you know. Okay, eighty five total, sixty scholarships. Come on, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, it, they're going to have to change things. They're they can't spend money on well, they, this whole idea that uh, uh, you know that uh, football brings into money, so football should spend anything it wants is ridiculous. And if they don't play football, how many other sports are possibly gone too? And I'm not just talking here; I'm talking across the country. Yeah, in the. Um, the minor sports. The Gophers might be playing in all sports, have a serious rivalry with St. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, baseball. We have our fourth t- three-game series of the season against St. Thomas. It used know. to be Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Or no, Southern no. Cal or something like that, that big West Coast trip. Now we got now it's now now, now we're playing the time is at U.S. Bank Stadium. Now that turf field at Northwestern Bible School. I hope we can get out there and play a late, early March. But I mean, series. there's got to be some sports across college colleges that if if these conferences don't play football, that just That's get right. cut. I got a question about one sport, wrestling. What are we going to do? With, I got to think social distancing does not work in wrestling, and it could be in trouble. Yeah, just from a financial standpoint. Yes, they are. You're they, right. They've already some been folded, and they've already they through the years they've taken a beating, but uh, we're uh, we we can't put a mask on a wrestler. No, I mean we we did in the old days, Doctor M and those guys like that. But <laughs> uh, but uh, you know it's the the strenuous nature of that sport mm-hmm. does not. Is not conducive to wearing a mask when you're doing it. Rolling around sure. with another person, trying to pin you? No. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like the future of. Uh, come on, I'm very disappointed in the world's science, medical scientists. The hell you waiting for? Let's go here. The vaccine. Come on, the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. They just okay. Where they it, they just that thing just petered out, right? It wasn't as strong as this little bugger. But you know, come on, it's 2020. We can give people new things. We can do anything. We haven't exactly thrived with this one. No, we, we haven't uh, exactly done a great job with no, this one. But we've certainly collected a lot of money from the government and other people looking for a virus. While we're picking, we're picking winners as to who gets the money, right? Yeah. And but we have no idea if they got better scientists than the, the other guy. But uh, you know, I can only recommend one thing, ladies and gentlemen: Diet Coke. Yeah, you've really eight nine a, a day. You've really found a cure for eight, a lot of problems. Eight nine a day. These okay, the virus got oh, no shot. Yeah, yeah. You, so you're saying that you're in outstanding health at seventy three because of Four, Diet Coke? Or, I'm 74. sorry, seventy four because of Diet Coke. Uh, yes, I the veins are so. the veins are clean as can be. Right, the arteries just knock are, it out. The arteries it goes in there. And, you know, there's a little clot. So in you there. found the true Drano. <laughs> yes, it's yes. not the stuff that Trump drinks. It's this stuff. No, you go in there and it's you know it's you the roto rooter of. Uh, in fact, you can almost hear the fizzing inside you when you drink uh, enough of them. They kind of go. 
You should get an endorsement deal with Diet Coke. Why does uh, why has uh, the medical profession hated Diet Coke? What do they got against Diet like Coke? It's bad for your Cure teeth. Cure this stuff. Bad for your teeth, maybe. Cure if we spend as much time worrying about the virus as we do, stop making people stop drinking diet sodas. Now, does Diet Pepsi work co- as well, or is it just Diet Coke? I think it's just Diet Coke. Okay, because Diet Pepsi is undrinkable. That's the that's the difference. This stuff is like the nectar of the guys. I have actually seen you drink a couple. <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot. Probably a handful. Well, of Diet at Pepsis. Twins games, yes. at Twins games, it, that's all we got is Diet Pepsi. Because the poll ads, of course, that was part of the empire at one time. By the way, the poll ad empire certainly we like to talk about them being billionaires, and they I'm sure they're doing still doing okay. But uh, you think United Properties is going to be worth as much as it was uh, when this thing's over? Hell no. Devel- all these developments downtown that are are going on that are going to be empty? No, I don't. I wonder if they're involved in that. Yeah, I you don't know. know. How about... Uh, yeah, How about the old Macy's building, the old Dayton's what, building? What's the plan now with that thing? Was going to be re- real, was going to be largely realty, real office space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. How how many companies too are not going to go back into offices when this is done, or at least they're going right, to downsize they're, they're their offices? They're going to have to wait. You know, in a lot of ways, places they're going to have to wait for their leases to expire. Sure. But once their leases expire. Uh, good luck. But I mean, the, the Strib's got what, three floors of their building got now? three floors spent uh, extensively to remodel them. Okay. Uh, those three floors are beautiful. And there, and there have, has not been a full crew in that building in how long now? Since March? Uh, basically, the other day it was Rip, me, and I saw one other person in the newsroom, which holds 240. You guys might be big, but they don't need three floors for <laughs> No, you. they don't. No, uh, our, our floor, that, that floor holds 240. But I got to think downtown business, you know, business retail space. Somebody told me, space uh, somebody be- gave me this stat whose nose. Uh, maybe it's a little higher now because it looked like kind of the ramp and there's a little more people, a few more people around. But uh, it was 10% of the workforce mm-hmm. was working in their offices downtown. Wow. 10%. Out, not the retail, but the... Right. The, but they're not all going back now. Oh, God, no. No. No, it's... Uh, but your your point about sports and selling suites and tickets to me... Mm-hmm. Once this, once we push through this, is going to be the yeah. most interesting thing, because there is no way. I mean, go for basketball. You really think if if they start in January or something like that, people are going to go back? At some point in time, the cash just is going to run out. Oh yeah, like the ability well, no, to buy no. those suites or yeah, buy those tickets I mean, just going to run out. You're, uh, by the way, at some point, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to be paying higher federal taxes as. Don't tell me. As that. they spend the trillions. Don't don't tell me. As they as we're fighting now as to how many more trillions we can trillions. Yeah. I you know? know? I know. Whatever happened to billions? Oh, we passed. Gone. We billions passed those. are gone. We passed that long trillions. time. Trillions. The debt is gonna be unbelievable. Yeah. And somebody's gonna have to pay for it. And it ain't gonna be me. Because I'm going to be dead. I was going to say, are, are you checking out? But, but good you know what, then? Quit with the Diet Coke, because if you keep drinking the Diet I Coke, you might reach Sid's age. Yeah, that's right. So, anyhow, the future of sports. But college football is, uh, 
You think college football's decision will have any impact on the NFL? Hell no. Oh, Let's no, go. no, no. Ball. They're going forward. Play ball. They're going forward. That's the right. NFL, the NFL is prepared, is prepared if somebody dies to give them a moment of silence. Yes. And then we're kicking Let's it off. Go, right. That's, and, that's the NFL. Uh, it is fun to when a player opts out and you see a little story on Twitter that this guy opted out. And most of the responses are the guy's a big wussy. Yes. You know. Yeah. Why isn't he out there? Why isn't Michael Pierce, who's ungodly large, with asthma, with asthma, terrible asthma? Why? Which is, of course, then this thing's respite kills you respiratory. Yes, and he's way too big for a man like that. Uh, why isn't he out there fighting for the glory of the Vikings? Damn him! Exactly right. You know? Exactly right. Because nobody his age dies. That's no. my favorite. Yes. Here's a graph. Yes. Might be miserably sick for two months and have long-term. Oh, yeah. His but, career might be done, <laughs> yes. but it will have ended yes. serving the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, damn him. So it's uh, it, it's unbelievable. That, uh, what, here's my question. The uncertainties of where we're going to be when this thing is all I over got a question for unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. What, what do you think? So, so let's say the Big Ten – cancels ACC. What do you think the SEC is going to do? What's the South going to do? They're going to have their own. The ACC and the Big 12 will have a championship game. I think the yeah, you know, the Big 12, though, Missouri and places like that probably won't play. It might just be the... Uh, but the SEC is going to be the last one. SEC will play and invite Oklahoma and Texas to join them or something. You know, I think few, you might be right. A few other teams like that and have a have a little two pods or something. I don't know. I think you might be exactly But right. how's LSU going to play? That state has been absolutely decimated. Right. but Texas has been decimated. But they're as close to pro football as you could possibly get. Oh, sure. And yeah. so, so you're not wrong, but I could still see them trying to go. I got news for Ed, by the way. Ed might not want to be out there running around. Ed's a... That's a big stout guy with a family history of uh, daddy's, you know, daddy dropping dead when he was young, and uh, you know, Ed doesn't strike me as the type of guy who's going to take all of that very much into account when, when he goes ahead and coaches. Yeah, well, that's that's probably true, but uh, I, I, you know, but the SEC is. Can you imagine if you decide to not play that, uh, you know, if the, the if you're a star player down there and decide not to play? Well, oh, you get, you'll yeah. never get a job in this town. No, no the Sid thing would really happen. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. It never work. Anyway, it's, uh, you know, I'm sure the uh, Gopher fans are in, uh, uh, upset because they, they should have been good, right? Yeah, and they, they were having Especially less. Especially Bateman hadn't. You they know, were Bateman having played. less people bail, probably too. And according to PJ, as far as he knows, have we seen official numbers as, yet? No, as far as he knows, as far as he knows, yeah. there have been no cases. Have, have you kept up and your Twitter course, campaign to course, ask them to reveal the figures at the University of Minnesota? There have been. No, no. I said, have you kept no, up I've your given Twitter up campaign on that? Because now it's uh, you know he said there's none. As far as he knows, yeah, there was not. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, the one thing is when PJ opens his mouth, you know, only the truth's coming out. So that's good. I hope he's correct. I hope he's right. You yeah. Know. But there's, uh, you know, 
not going to be a season. And and the big thing will become the power teams of next spring, if there's a spring, will be the ones who convince their players to stick around and play, right? Yes. You know, so who knows? But are good players going to— I think the guy at Iowa might be in trouble. Oh, Kirk Ferentz? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how is he still there? I don't know. All of the stuff that's come know. out, I'm amazed at that that, that last report, too. they didn't fire him after that. Yeah, I am, too. And he's I been am. there forever. Yeah, and his, and, his, and his son remained, too, and his son his was a— son's a piece of work. It's a little hard to claim that you don't know what was going on when Wom's your son, right? And <laughs> since, since when is that a viable excuse? Yeah, yeah. Well, since when is, oh, I didn't know. It's not a viable excuse. It's a— it's it's a condemnation of you. Right, but ordinarily I've you always liked the guy, but uh I but yeah, you can I mean that's like that's like uh Rick Petino saying he didn't know they were running hookers in that off, in that dorm that was you could see out his office window. You know? <laughs> that dorm was named after Petino's brother in law who died in nine <laughs> yes, eleven, okay? And by the way, when in doubt Always throw the brother-in-law oh, yeah. out there again. Well, the nine eleven thing was a yes. staple. What a uh, what a boost for his career though. He's uh, at back at Iona, right? Mm-hmm. Did he coach at Iona? Northeastern was he was northeastern. Was northeastern. But I think he started there. Did he go? Oh, to, did he? Did he go to Iona remember. or some damn? I thing? don't know. By the way, did you? I, I threw this in in, uh, in Sunday's little thing. I write. Uh, so I call Caruso. I did, I want to get two quotes from Caruso the other day. You know, Caruso's Mr. You know, I can call him anytime. We're text each other. Same time as coach, right? Yeah. And he said, you gotta, you gotta call Gene and try to go through Gene. He said, we, we've all been, all the coaches have been told not to talk, not to, not to do spontaneous interviews. Because they're division one now or what? Uh, I suppose. I think they're trying to tie it to COVID or something, but they're division one now. And I put on there, I said, uh, the memo to, or note to Phil Eston, Ohio State ain't coming into Happy Valley here. You're bringing in Marist. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. You know, but they uh, they apparently are taking this seriously. That Because uh, these guys have been the most cooperative guys ever, he and Tower. And right. Apparently they've all been ordered not to speak unless it's a prearranged gopher-style interview. So. Which probably, which probably means the SID person's going to try and listen in on what you're talking now, about. Gene, Gene is, God, yeah. Gene is, you know, if you're going to do that, you need some help. He's basically been a one-man in, in yeah. operation yeah. with a couple of interns, you know. So, but it's uh, it, it, it does, uh, I find it rather comical that all of a sudden they've, hey, we're Division One now. Yeah, go yeah, you're go in the, us. You're in the Pioneer League. You're bringing, you know what's next, Patrick? You're, you're playing Presbyterian. You know what's next? You can talk to him on Zoom, on a Zoom conference. <laughs> well, the Zoom is uh, the Zoom is going to be uh, the Zoom is going to outlive the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the pre-game. NFL people are going to love the Zoom. Well, Rocco's pregame, Rocco's pregames in the future after this. Which you got Instead on last week? Is that what I heard? That you did? You tell me you got on? I got I on, but I, I could not. Uh, I got I got on, but I could only hear. I could not. I didn't know how to ask him a question. Apparently there's Go to some that sound thing and I didn't see I it. it up I before. didn't see it on my my screen. However, where, where I could just press the button. Yeah, I didn't see what. But I you did actually it. watch the Zoom. Call. I did watch it. That was boring as always. Rocco, very forthcoming. Yes, 
But I'm we glad love to, to hear, talk about injuries. I'm glad to hear he took a shot at Eddie. So that he definitely that said we should. We shot. didn't throw to the right base. Good, which is very rare for Rocco. Mm-hmm. Rocco very. He he did also fully that. defend, not uh, guarding the line. Uh, in the ninth inning, yeah, the oh, Thursday that, that lost him the ball game in Pittsburgh, and we we don't do that in the analytical age. So uh, explain that to me, though. I don't know. In 1880, some guy said, "You know what? I think we should guard the line in this situation, not let the winning run get to third base." Yeah, and uh, or a tying run, and uh, that lasted until about. 2018. It lasted for about 138 years, but she's gone now. And Rocco said, bleep that. Well, uh, not Rocco. The people. Well, here's what I don't understand. The people, uh, the people giving him the analytics. Uh, that is you know. still, though, to guard the line or not guard the line is still a scouting report of some sort. Now, it doesn't come like it used to. Yeah, but it's a right-handed hitter. It was a right-handed hitter. Yep. Uh, you know, if it's a lefty. Right. No. Okay. I'm with you. Don't on this. guard the line. But if it's a right-handed hitter, I'm with you. You know, guard the line. But but my point is, why wouldn't you override the scouting report to say it's more important to prevent the double? Oh well, no, it's not the scouting report. It's a, it's a philosophy for them. I know, but it, it still comes from the same place. It's just yeah, a different the analytic, era of people. The analytic the information they give them are is that playing on the line is counterproductive. Well, but it. Right, but, but in that situation, but when it occurs, when they, when your analytics are wrong, you lose the ball game. That's the point. That's right. And then, then you got to play. Then you got to play the infield up and a little chopper. And right. And so, so sometimes, and it might be once in one hundred times, you look at at what you're told you should do, and you say, "Screw it, we're going to do this because it makes more sense." That's my point. Yeah, I think you should do it more than that. But well, I think you should guard the line. Against a right-handed hitter, you know. I don't think it's too much to ask. What the hell? All right. Final Uh, thoughts uh, before we wrap it up here? uh, Just uh, I'm glad that the Minnesota teams have removed the anxiety. They're back. You know, we have moved our fans. We get anxious when there's an opportunity for success, right? We, I mean, we get, oh, oh, oh. Yes. You know? Well, in one week, they cured all your anxiety, ladies and gentlemen. You can just go on with your lives and hope you uh, hope nobody you know catches the COVID or, you know, any, even you don't know. But you don't have to be anxious about Minnesota sports teams anymore. We stinks. <laughs> we are back. All right. Yes. Thank you, sir. Talk hockey, by the way, yes. let me say about hockey. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I did think they proved their versatility. I said this on Twitter. Yeah. They could lose being pathetic on offense, and then they could turn right around and lose being pathetic on defense. So it's versatile. They've got it all covered, Pat. Yeah. Okay. Do we still love Dean? Um, That depends. (laughs) Okay. Goodbye. He knows you once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down on the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test. Unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.